Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Where do you get armor? Mari knows what armor is. You're aware of the concept. Jack takes Red's arm and starts walking towards the door. Not in a weird way. Yeah, oh my god, no. There's my boys. Whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll be right there. I'm fancy as well. God, I hate this holiday. I mean, it's metaphorical. Have you got another wood axe? There's so many Kevin Costner references in this show. Hey, that'd be sort of fitting. Straighten up, you've got an adventure in here, my friend. Get your mushrooms here. Fresh bagels. Freshwater deviant bagels. Anybody want to try meat? Get your hot, fresh fish meat here. Silks. Horrifying silks. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 13, The Game is Up. MVP this week is Veronica from Twitter, who started out with Dice Shame just a short while ago and is now deeply attached to the characters and their story. Thanks so much, Veronica. We got you. The Magnus Archives 2, otherwise known as the Magnus Protocol, is on Kickstarter right now. Our own Harlan Guthrie is going to be featured as a guest writer in the new three-season series. If you're among the millions of listeners who enjoyed the Magnus Archives, you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for this new project. Support them on Kickstarter today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey guys, can we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! Jack, you've had kind of a rough time over the past day Mm -hmm. or so recovering from your ordeal in the sewers. Torin is busy with his customers and it's the day before midwinter. What do the four of you want to get up to? (sighs) What the hell is midwinter, Jack? Well, it's the middle of the winter. I don't know if you picked that up from the way they uh, broke the words up. But don't be condescending. (laughs) Listen to this guy. Sorry. He thinks we're stupid, Doran. Doran? Darren, you're sleeping oh, in your soup again. Oh, sorry. Oh. You're going to drown that way. Your beard is full of it. Oh, well. It's mostly just beard at this point. And Doran pulls up his beard and sucks his soup out of it. Long day for him, too. <laughs> oh, it, had a, it has a sort of a tangy taste to it. You know, I, I, I think I'd be good to find a bathhouse while we're in no, town for a No, we just day. had a bath last night. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the that's tang. throw up in there. Darren, get out of your soup. Oh. Was the chicken wing in there with the soup, or was that in there from before? No, that was in there from before, and I put oh. it there. Let me just... We just bathed last night, Darren. What the hell happened? Well, I mean, I'm saying what is uh, midwinter, not in terms of, like, when it is, you jackass. But, like, what are the celebrations? What are we actually doing? 
I mean, it's it's the traditional day to renew alliances. Although, you know, that's maybe more of the the noble thing. I think the commoners just call it Dead Winter Day and are ready for spring by now and don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah, but are there like parties or drug uh, pa- uh, I, parties? <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not the kind of big festival the whole town gets into. I don't know if it's you know how much of it is your vibe. Although it's perfect for crashing a party, which might be your vibe. So, Oh, I would totally love to crash a party. And it's not one of these book festivals that we did before. And I turned Ugh. to Murray and I'm like, we did a fucking book festival before. Sadly not. Worst. I miss that book I, festival. I like books. No, no, <laughs> not these books. Doran, <coughs> Murray's one of them. A book reader. Ugh. I have to say, uh, on, the, on the note of renewed alliances, I just have to say, you know, uh, welcome again. Um, um, uh, Murray to the group. Murray, you just we just had a right, right, adventure uh, Murray. <laughs> that's right. Sorry. Oh, welcome again to the group, Murray, and and you know, cheers. Here, here's to um, to new new alliances and and to old. And he turns to you, uh, Red and Jack. And For fuck's sake, how many times do we have to onboard this character? Look, you're part <laughs> of the party. We're here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm cheersing about. Renewed alliances, not not onboarding. <laughs> Every time the soup sloshes out, you see your hand shoot up a bit, and like the the liquid moves back. Like it just <laughs> yeah, like there's a little force field that just stops uh, it from splashing it anywhere. And <laughs> hey, that's kind of cool. The use of magic yeah, and, in like everyday life. Magic, wow. <laughs> there might be some good midwinter deals if we sort of walk some of the streets and see if there's something in the shops. I know, Mari, you you uh, you look like you might know how to wear some armor yeah the weather doesn't get that bad here but we're going up into the like some of the worst mountains you know this this far south so we we might want to think about some warm coats where do you get armor she's like i never really had to think about this doran like hops out of his seat and and literally stands like you know a foot away from you beside you and he eyes you up and down not in not in a weird way but like (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> it's well, maybe it's weird. I'm not maybe eyeing you in a weird for way. You. I am eyeing you. Well, it's in mostly a, in a... just that he stood on the table and now he's staring at me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is weird. Okay, it is a weird way. <laughs> it's not. But he eyes creepy. you up and like... down, almost as if he's measuring your your uh, you know the Whole shape, right? Situation. <laughs> <laughs> looking you up and down, <laughs> but you know. You probably don't feel like I'm looking at the parts that a man might look at a woman, right? Is that like I'm, I'm, Alex, just push past it. <laughs> You're over-explaining. Yeah, it's yeah. not the tits. We're we all on the th- and he says, I'm not looking at your tits, Mari. <laughs> with an armorer's eyes. With the re- it's- yeah, yeah. You know, you could get away with some nice, hard, nice hide armor. In fact, you could probably get away with some uh, chain mail under that. I, you know, hide, if you want Hide armor help, is really my preference. I don't like to be in the way of <laughs> we know, yeah. Take a look at what Jack's wearing. And Doran, Doran like, kind of grabs Jack's arm. He makes hey, him stand whoa. up. He's like, take, still a, little take a look at this. On. Look. And, he, and Doran, like, reaches Jack, under and wearing? starts feeling the thickness of the armor. I, I'm not wearing any armor. Like, Jack's wearing, like, a nice shirt. His jacket's got all fucked up yesterday. He hasn't been to the tailor yet. So he's wearing, like, a torn-up shirt. No, he probably went... He's got clothes here. He probably put on, like, a reasonable mm. set of clothes for this morning. So it's like a shirt and Do pants. me, Doran, do me! Red hops up and stands <laughs> yeah. next. Yeah. Is yeah. my arm a terrible? Roast me, too! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and now, if you take a look at this, it, 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 Red's is a little bit thinner, but he moves around a lot more. You know, he's very nimble. You see how he climbs up. I'm fast! Now, you may 
magic people. Watch me go! And Red runs outside. Yeah, and like you, Red's like jumping off the roof and shit. It's and a like, few seconds later, he runs back in. <laughs> did you tie me? You're panting like a dog. Actually. I did actually. Two seconds. You're nice. I stabbed a guy. <laughs> I think. I think we I could. Um... A guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mari gets it. So, is he following uh, me? Time him too. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw me here, <laughs> Doran. It might be better if we if you tried to explain armor at the at the armorer, just because you'd have better examples. Well, hold on, Mari knows what armor is. You're aware of the concept. I'm aware of the 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 concept of armor in the general terms. Yes, it's just I've never had to buy it before. Mm-hmm. I've only ever, you know, looked at it in sort of a metaphorical sense and went, huh. Not really for me. I work with mostly with leather work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, anyway, I'm a let's tailor. go get you some armor then, because uh, we got a fair amount of gold, and uh, you need it. And I guess uh, a day out in this festival, maybe there'll be some fun. Maybe they have churros. Shall we go then? <laughs> Doran kind of looks at the three. To market! And Red holds his arm out to Doran. <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> he jumps up on the table and starts eating everybody's leftovers and drinks his soup real quick. <laughs> uh, just he's like, putting more wings in his beard. All the little, all the little pieces. <laughs> Doran's like, oh, 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 I'm coming right now. chipmunk with their pouch, but instead it's like Doran. Yeah, just yeah, Doran yeah. puts a bunch of like. I saw a chipmunk do that beard. right in front of me. Just it had one leaf in it. We can't talk about chipmunks, Rob. We can't. Can't. Sorry. I, Jack takes Red's arm and starts walking towards the door. Oh, thanks, Jack. And Red walks uh, with you in his arm, but longingly looks at Doran. <laughs> he'll be a minute. You know how he is. If we don't start, he'll never start. Mm-hmm. Before they go, Mari runs over to the bar and mm-hmm. talks quickly to the bartender. And they ha- the person hands her basically just like a big walking stick like i guess like would be a, like clearly equivalent of like a oh. quarter staff but just like mm. but like it's a big walking stick basically oh. sure, she's sure, like yeah, she's like but not from. really just a walking stick oh no it's just a walking stick oh yes but not really just a walking <laughs> but not stick. it's so much more <laughs> really. Not really a walking stick is this like a big cool stick you found one time or is it like carved and and has like beads hanging it's from a, a booping l- stick. piece of leather or is it like schmancy fancy or what it was something that she found on her way like originally it was just a big stick but she has been carving it sort of as a thing she mm. would do like sort of in the the in between time from the time that she split off from red back in the first little their little run in and then I have a really important question for you which is are you any good at carving stuff or is it just like a bunch of that's actually really funny is it like if you or i it's really ornate but like shittily ornate like are you a craftsperson or she's pretty solid when it comes to those things but you can tell that the skill that like as you look towards the bottom it's not very good and as it goes along it gets better as like she gets the hang of it but there's like chunks missing from designs where she just fucked up and like (laughs) like, sliced something off it's like a cool cool. fox without like a nose or something yeah yeah yeah. like or like there's like there's like half a flower and you're like oh that's just where your hand slipped and then like there's like a smear of blood somewhere where like clearly she just (laughs) where the knife slipped yeah, yeah. So, Very so cool. there's 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 moments where it's like looks really cool, but if you look close <laughs> at it, you're like, I see, I can see all the places you fucked up. Doran, Doran sees you do this, and he gives you an unknowing look. <laughs> you know, ah. he thinks it's magic, so he's like, Oh yeah, you're That's grabbing your magic staff, but it's really not. All the real fun's yeah. gonna happen. Oh yeah. yeah. 
She's not going to tell them. I have a bad back. <laughs> She's not going to tell them that's not a, it's magic. It's just. And then Doran quickly catches up to Red and takes his arm as he originally ah, had oh. wanted to. Hey, it's my boys. Right, fine. I'll wait for Mari then. <laughs> no, no, the other arm. I put the other one out for Doran. So now I got both my boys in either arm. All right, let's go. Uh, that's kind of awkward for Mari. <laughs> no, Mari, you can she... just scoop in behind me. Give me a hug from behind, and all three of us will walk like that down the street. Red has to be touching all of his friends all the time. <laughs> the literal center of attention. It's literally in his happy place. So this is midwinter, eh? Red looks around outside. Well, tomorrow's technically midwinter. Yeah, it's gorgeous this midwinter. It's kind of a dreary day today, but it does look gorgeous. You know, a little. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just like slops a barrel of fish heads out onto the street. Lovely, <laughs> lovely day. I kind of had this image of that it, that it would be like uh, dry, but now that you're saying midwinter, it's got to be slush and ice and yeah, kind of I mean, everywhere. Think January, right? Yeah. January. Well, we know it, but there's people what that the listen to this that? podcast that aren't from Canada, right? That That's don't right. get the winters that we get, Canada, and so eh? yeah. <laughs> So I imagine like we step out and there's like sloshy and like cart tracks and horse Ooh, tracks. This midwinter isn't very pretty, Jack. Mm-hmm. But if you want to stay for it, I'm in. It's slushy and gross. There are some like white long icicles <laughs> hanging from the eaves of the buildings all around you, which would suggest that recently it was really, really cold here. But uh, things are starting to thaw in kind of like a yucky early mm, thaw. One of um, those midwinter warm days. Red runs up and breaks an icicle off and starts wielding it like a dagger. <laughs> like a kid would. <laughs> <laughs> he stabs Doran's coat and it breaks. <laughs> yeah. Uh. This kind of solemn <laughs> parade rounds a corner. Looks like the believers of some religion are headed from one place to another. It's not a very cheerful procession. <laughs> Just like... Yeah, yeah, there's some weird <laughs> chanting going on. <laughs> no flagellation. <laughs> Damn. Jack, this midwinter is a real downer. I mean, everybody celebrates it differently. I, I don't know. And, and again, it's tomorrow. Today's the d- midwinter eve, if you will. Midwinter so. day. That's celebrating to me? And I point at them. Doran kind of grabs your grabs your coat and tugs on you a bit there, Jack. And he says, <laughs> "Yeah, that's not the devil worshiping group, is it?" <gasps> the Asmodians. I don't think they're Asmodians. No, doesn't oh. doesn't quite line up for me. If if it is, well, do 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 you know what 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 they're do? Who that is? Like, let's ask them. Hey, who are you and what are you worshiping? <laughs> Red calls out to the street. Like one of the younger acolytes is sort of momentarily distracted from their purpose and then sort of regains their composure. And, well, you walk in the street, you can't expect to not have anyone notice you. Astride in their purpose. We're walking um, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they round the corner out of sight. Yeah, midwinter. It's got this strange vibe. Some mm. people are clearly celebrating. You smell cooking on the air oh. behind closed doors somewhere in the dock ward. Mm. People are making really yummy things to eat. But then also you're seeing this like weird religious fervence. Some people mm. are obviously there's this parade that's just gone by and um you hear music Mm. coming from down the street as you head uh to find what you're looking for some armor for mari yeah 
we'll yeah, look for we'll a shop or a blacksmith. Those people snubbed me. You see that, Mari? People who believe in religion, huh? <laughs> She's just like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this, I kind of, when you said midwinter, I thought it would be a little more festive. <laughs> I thought there. Well, it's not New Year. It's true. True. I guess. I guess we would have like a like the little village. We'd have a little. We'd have a little shindig, if you would. Mm-hmm. So, mm. And it would. Uh, it was generally pretty nice. But I guess. I guess you city folk uh, are a little more dour. Not just hey, the city no, folk. No, in Mastica, we had Christmas. What'd you have? <laughs> just straight up worship Jesus Christmas. Christ. <laughs> Christmas. It's a beautiful holiday with a tree and little glowy globes. In my that good Catholic really D&D actual play podcast. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. No, no, no. Nothing about that. We just called it Christmas. I think the rough translation would be... Interesting. Oh, you speak primordial? Interesting how those words, sort of loan words, get passed down through the ages. there are no follow-up questions. Yeah, I used to give presents. <laughs> I recall as a child uh, celebrating this midwinter uh, uh, dreary gloom with a similar, similarly dreary, gloomy party. You know, people would bring, um, you know, thick stews and we'd mope about how unflavorful they were. Uh, you always aren't selling it the way you think you are. <laughs> just, just putting it out there. Wow. You want us to hang around in this town and all you're saying is it's a fucking mopey... Uh, no, I mean, I, listen, I want to hang around in the town because... It's a holiday for gross soup. <laughs> oh, this sucks. I, I God, promise I you there holiday. won't be gross soup or there won't be gross soup on purpose, I yeah. guess. Wow. Is what I, Mom, so, the soup has no flavor. Well, there's no flavor outside, so that's what you get. We have flavor, flavor at home. home. Flavor. <laughs> uh, All right, well, let's go to the market. Maybe we'll find some people that don't suck. Yeah, and Red heads off towards market. Mari just takes a knife at her belt, and she carves a line down the staff that she's holding, and a bunch of flowers comes out, and she just she's like, well... We might as well try to maybe have this be a little less dour and depressing. And she gives them each a little boutonniere. Oh, Aww. wonderful. Aww. Why? So <laughs> Doran's like, so they, it's well, they nice. have right into That's it. the most thing I've ever oh, fucking heard. Oh. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Red eats his first. No. <laughs> she gives him another realize. one. Those are oh. poisonous for cats. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I'm not a cat. Oh, yeah. thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to eat it. I thought it was delicious. Well, this is this, this is, is kind of a, a pretty little present. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, see, now it's more like Christmas. It's in Doran's beard, along with the chicken wings. Doran tucks it under his, uh, like, outer jacket Fucking so you can't see wing. it. <laughs> so he's like, I'll just keep this uh, to myself. Doran, present it with pride. Red walks over and, like, folds oh. your little coat back. Yeah, <laughs> you do that, and then as soon as you turn away, he folds it back over. He, like, does not want to be seen with this flower on his jacket. Jack's got his very stylishly, like, displayed on his on his mm-hmm. shirt, like, through the right buttons. Jack's and... got a little special <gasps> hole that's been embroidered yeah, yeah, it, on his shirt specifically it's for, for the stem <laughs> of a boot. All right, flower. Doran, I see why you don't want to do it now. That's right. <laughs> wow. It doesn't look very good. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful flower. I just, you know, can't yeah, uh, I have my reasons why I don't want to walk into an armory and uh, and have a flower on my armor. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Toxic masculinity in my dice shame. Get out of here! <laughs> you, no. you let that flower show. Maybe it pride. means something specifically for like dwarven Ooh. warriors to wear a flower. Maybe it's like I mean? how blacksmiths pick up other blacksmiths. No, I was leaning more towards the toxic masculinity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. 
Mari leans over to, to Red and whispers in his ear and just goes, I bet you two gold pieces that one of these days I'll get him to fill his beard with flowers. Uh-huh. I will raise that to seven if you can do it today. <laughs> I want it to happen more than anything I want okay. in the world right now. <laughs> oh, I'll find a way. Do it. Challenge on. You know what? He's such a contrarian. I'll just tell him that he'll never do it, and then he'll let you do it. <laughs> See, Alex has no issue with this. I just wanted you to know. Alex has no issue with this. Mess oh, myself. Of course. I'm just saying. It's called yeah. role-playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a dwarf. <laughs> no, I know. Whoa. I know. Hold on. You're... But no, I mean, what? but there's some things that can transcend through role-playing, and I don't want people thinking I have toxic Definitely. masculinity. We you appreciate know? I mean, the clarification. Yes. Yeah. Good job. But Doran does. <laughs> the party rounds the corner into this wide open square, and this music reaches your ears. There's a crowd of people gathered here and there under open awnings where stalls are laden with uh, preserves and f- food, people hawking things at the top of their lungs. And uh, there's Got a little your crowd mushrooms, here. Get your mushrooms here. Fresh bagels. Fresh water deviant bagels. Anybody want to dried meat? Get your hot fresh fish meat here. Dried meats. Dried meats. Horrifying silks. Beef. (laughs) Lots of dried meat. Sweaty pierogies. Two Sweaty one. pierogies. Oh, no. There's like a hands, dwarven stall. The hands of the lost. And it's just a lady with hands. <laughs> You're like, whose hands are those? ladders. Bland stew. Bland stew, anybody? Is it really bland? It's really bland. Hands and mushrooms are really the, the like midwinter festivities. Like, you can't buy hands every day. <laughs> but you can get them. But today, midwinter eve. There's a little gnome who comes up to you, Doran, and and, uh, he grabs you by the sleeve. Mister, you look real strong. Oh, I am. He is. He's the strongest dwarf in the whole damn city. And anyone who says otherwise... Sorry, Doran. (laughs) Can I test your strength? Test your strength against the orc, mister. Hey. He drags you forward into the midst of this crowd and... And as you are pulled into the center of it, a rousing applause <laughs> comes from this crowd. And you see that you are face to face with this beefy orc. His veins bulge through his giant musculature. You know, all of his skin is barely containing how just frankly uh, beefy. Oh shit, Doran, that guy looks beefy. Roll for initiative. Let's go. I don't know how else <laughs> to describe the beefiness of this orc. Thick with many C's. I want to say it's like astounding. I want to say like orc splitters whispering in my ear. You know, come on, <laughs> fuck him up, <laughs> kill him. Yeah. And then Doran's like, no, 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 not right now. <laughs> it's like a Wrong bunch time. of canned hams. Desperately trying to burst out of like a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. it's like a it's like a can far past expiration date that's buckling under the pressure. <laughs> Anyone yeah. else have a simile for me? Waiting for botulism to break. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Ill-contained sausage. Um, and the gnome is like, all you have to do is is chop this wood. And well, in front of the orc, there is a pedestal with a mountain of a stump. Of wood. Oh, okay. It looks maybe two, three feet across, and then there's a similar platform with another trunk of wood. And the orc hefts 
a woodsman's axe. Have you got another wood axe that I could uh, that I could borrow for this contest? Because there's nothing I like more than a contest of strength in front of a crowd of people. Am I right? And he turns and <laughs> throws up his arms. You're actually going to do this? <laughs> no, of course. Our Don can do it. He's the strongest person I've ever met. And I've... Well, I haven't met that guy, and he's pretty strong-looking, actually. Of course! It's for fun! It's for fun, right? And he turns to the gnome. <laughs> if you can do it, you'll get ten gold. And if I lose? <gasps> Amari gets to put flowers in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like the idea that, that Red would just immediately, like, nerf his own bet, and he'd be <laughs> like, ha-ha! And then yeah. be like, wait, okay, I lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, damn it, I lost that bet then. Yeah. Shit, whatever, that's still if you lose. If you lose, it costs one gold. Hey, I can afford one gold. One gold's nothing to this dwarf. Make it five. He... <laughs> one Don't. gold and your pride. Yes, pride is something I take very, very seriously. Someone... He's got no pride. And Doran sort of circles the big stump as he's that he's eyeing Someone it. Someone hands you an axe from the crowd. He takes it without looking, looking for the right angle, for the right, you know, position. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. One gold, and I pull a piece of gold out from my pouch and I hand it to the gnome. Mm-hmm. I expect gnome. to get nine. I expect to get ten more back. <laughs> <laughs> just before he goes, Mari just puts her hand on his shoulder and just says, "Good luck." But she also casts um, guidance. Oh, nice. so does that give me advantage? Right there. You can add. You get to roll another d4 and add that number to an ability check. That's the one that looks like a triangle. All right. I'm going to roll with my lucky yellow die. How does that sound, people? Let's do it. And and before you go, Red jumps up and just says, Come on, people. Give it up for my friend, Doran. He, like, tries to whip the crowd into a bit of a frenzy. That's right. He's come from far. He's come from... Oh, shit, wait a minute. We're supposed to be undercover. Never mind. So never subtle. mind. <laughs> he jumps back I never met this man in my life. Who are Anna. you? Good luck, uh, sir. Boren Byronbeeld. The name's... Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. Boren Byronbeeld. Boren. Boren, yeah. Boren Brogerbeeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta get him a tattoo, Jack. Mm-hmm. It's like Memento, so he doesn't forget. It'll All just right. be our names. Make a strength check as you attempt to cleave this trunk in half. Uh, can I use a luck? <laughs> I oh, can no. Can I use a luck roll? You're lucky, so you get to choose when you use it. Yeah, plus you get that extra D4. Yeah. You also get a critical on a 19 or 20. So I'm going to use lucky. On the D4, I rolled a 3. Nice. That's pretty lucky. On the mm-hmm. on the D20, I'm not going to tell you what I rolled. I'm rolling lucky for a reason, okay? <laughs> He remembered to turn the axe the other way around before he came down. That's <laughs> right. That's right. He swings it back into his own head. <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be a total of 16. Hey, that's not bad. That's not very good. It's not Doran, very good. your axe bites deeply into the wood, but seems to become stuck. Ooh. And there's like a ooh amongst the crowd, I imagine. And you are unsuccessful. Hey, he's not done. He's not done. You're not done, right? Well... How many cleaves do I get? I turn to the gnome. You watch as the orc flips the axe and catches it right before in a single blow, carving this wood in half easily. The crowd loses its mind, applauding, cheering. Well, I think the game is rigged. Jeering at you, Doran, for being weak. Uh, uh, And the little gnome says... 
All right, double or nothing. Mm. Double or nothing, eh? So what, I'm going to have to give you another gold, and you're going to give me 20 if I chop the second one in half. If you can manage, and they wheel out another fresh stump for you. All right. You got it. It's a deal. And he hands the gnome a, a gold coin. Doran lines up his axe, and he's about to take a swing, and then... Hold on a second. I want to switch stumps. And he goes, and he stands in front of the orc's stump. You see the little gnome's eyes kind of get panicky. <laughs> One! Well, they're of equal it. size. I mean, surely there's not a problem if I take a well, whack at this, this stump. This, this, uh, this pedestal here is uh, more uh, for your size. Hey, we say if he wants to switch us crowd, we say go for it, don't we, folks? And huh? let him switch. Who cares? The old stronger, right? Yeah, come yeah. on. People are starting to whisper a little bit, and the, the gnome is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. I mean, after all, the orc's got another couple feet on me if, if there's anything that... Uh, I should have the lower pedestal. No? It's not a scam, is it? Okay. All right. What say you, little gnome? Uh, all right. Okay. Mari comes back over and she claps him on both shoulders like like it's like a like a boxing match. Like, yeah. Come on, <laughs> you got Dory. this, Rocky. You got this game. You got this. And it's, it, there's just a very very subtle glow just underneath her palm. You could mm. barely see. Well, nice. thanks a lot, Mari, and Doran's a little confused. He doesn't understand that you're casting a spell. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, let's take another whack at this. What's <laughs> magic? You know what? I don't think we're getting into battle. I'm going to use a lucky. Like, what the yeah. hell? Might as well make it count, right? Burn your spells. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Burn <sighs> your stuff. Days don't go real long. Second one was the worst. Yeah, last oh, last no. luck. Last one. Last yes! one. Your pride's on the line. My pride's on the line here. It is. It is Midwinter Eve after all. I'm going to go. I can't use my original one, can I? No. Okay. It is what it is. It's going to be a uh, a 12. Ooh. <sighs> even, with the, even with the D4? Yeah. What did, oh, my what God. Doran, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this crowd's getting into your head or something. You swing your axe, but it still it it goes through more cleanly than before somehow. Hmm. But you still fail to cut this stump. And then with a look of triumph <laughs> on his face, this beefcake orc raises the axe high overhead, swinging it down through this clear winter air. And the axe also lodges in the stump. Uh-huh. And he looks around, outraged. What's going on here? <laughs> Doran gets confrontational. He steps up right in front of the orc. He says, what's the big idea? You're trying to cheat us out of our money? I have nothing to do with this. You mean? Uh, that little gnome. The orc looks around expectantly for the gnome. The gnome's gone. You mean? You look around and this gnome is totally gone. Oh. <sighs> Where is he? I'm gonna tear him limb from limb. Whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I'm sorry, you, you both got swindled. That's the first rule of Market Street. Somebody's always trying to cheat you out of your money. <laughs> but I think it's very important. It clearly feels very important that you two know who's stronger. <sighs> yeah. So why don't you put your elbows on that stump, arm wrestle, and then buy each other a drink? Yeah, that's what we all want to see. Ain't that right, people? And Red whips up. Yeah! Come on! Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah! 
I yeah. just want to know who's the stronger without that uh, Break you know, his arm. goblin making it all oh, crazy. Oh, Look, they all got oh, cheated. Oh, right here, oh, Red oh, helps Jack muscle. clear off the stump. Your arm here, Orky, and your arm here, Dwarfy. Oh, let's do it. What do you say, Ork? Bring it on. All right. On the count of three, I'll let go, and you two pull each other's arms and try to... Uh, what is it, Jack? You, you break each other's arms? No, you just... Whoever can fold the other arm back onto the stump first. Gross. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go! I'll break you in half, Dwarf. Not if I have anything to say about it. I rolled a five. A fifteen. Oh. Hey, Doran. It's about time. What does it look like when you win this strength contest? You know, the beads of sweat are definitely there. Like, I don't care if you rolled a five. The guy's clearly, like, bigger than me. Oh, He's got yeah. longer arms. Leverage. Doran gives it all. And then he's thinking about all the battles he's been in and all the stuff he's gone through. And he brings it all up and he uh, he forces the orc's arm to the, to the table. Uh. And then he stands up and he looks a little bit surprised. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, good battle. Listen. And orc splitter's like, <laughs> Listen. It was a it was a good arm wrestling. He, he reaches a hand out for a handshake. The orc shakes your hand begrudgingly. You can see kind of blush rising on his cheeks. Now listen. He stands up. Let me buy you a drink. Let's forget the money that we've lost to this swindly gnome. What say we get a drink somewhere? Yeah, all right. There, there's a bar just there. He points just across the street, and there's this little tavern. Perfect. Come on. And, uh... The orc slings an arm across your low shoulders. He's like four feet taller than you. And then the, the two of you march off into the tavern. As Doran and this orc disappear into this shadowy bar, you see that the shop next door is actually an armory. Well, I suppose with the uh, theatrics out of the way, we should go armor shopping for you, Mari. Yeah, that's uh, I, it would be nice to get something. Because uh, we lost the guy who's supposed to be really good at it, though. I'm well, he went to the armory. You see, he had to traditionally you have to have the arm wrestle before the armory. <laughs> uh, the, uh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give that a laugh. I, you right. don't deserve it, Jack. You've you, you've done better. Mari just gently donks oh. Jack in the head with the staff. <laughs> Bonk. Listen, I've had a hard day. You got me some slack. All right. It's true. It's true. You might have had worm bellies, but we had to deal with your worm bellies. So I ate so much pineapple that I have a canker sore. What do you? We're all suffering. Yeah. <laughs> we got barely drunk last night and swam in a pool with our friends and bonded. Okay? So we all had a rough one. Let's just put it there. <laughs> you win. All right, fine. Now I feel bad. Let's buy you a book. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Because actually there's a game store over there I was going to go check out. <laughs> games? What kind of games? I don't know. I, I've been feeling nostalgic. There's a, a board game I remember playing as a kid. I was going to go see if they had a set, and I'll... Uh, might be well, something fun to play fun. around camp. Uh, okay, well, uh, look. Why don't we uh, all go and get Mari set up, and then uh, I'll meet you uh, over at the game store. Yeah. Are you going to play D&D inside of D&D? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Game store. laughs> Do it. Do it. Hmm. Cool. Red and Mari, you enter this armory. It's called Flex Armory. Cool. Nice. And you see lots of cool, shiny things hanging on the walls. 
Doesn't sound like anyone's actively making armor here. Maybe it's just a reseller. And the shopkeeper, who's this uh, gangly-looking human dude, just standing really bored behind the counter. Welcome to Flex Armory. Straighten up, you've got an adventurer in here, my friend. <laughs> no, well, most people who come in here are. Hello. <laughs> he's the adventurer i'm also here no she's an adventurer too she killed i mean she saved people adventurer <laughs> saved first and killed second yeah should you should you be telling people that i kill that feels yeah, weird it's okay we only kill bad no it's oh, fine we okay. only kill bad guys sorry sorry <sighs> anyway i'm not gonna like judge you or anything oh that's okay we don't care about you anyway um <laughs> i don't mean that in a mean way what I mean to say is you're nobody. No, no, no. I, I mean to say that you're a non-player character. What my friend is trying to say is I uh, I need to get some armor. Yes. And I want to see what you have available. Yes. Because I, I and she just sort of gestures to her toggle coat, which is which is nice, but it's not it's not designed for anything other than like <laughs> maybe a medium snow. <laughs> now, normally we shop at Kevin Costner's store, but we're happy to kind of take a peruse at your flex. That's right. Oh, my God. That's from, like, episode six. I yeah. remember. Lion Shield Kevin Costner. Lion Shield Costner. That's awesome. There's so many Kevin um, Costner references in this show. I'm, I think <laughs> I that's the most why. surprising thing. Uh, <laughs> he's just that cool. It's a motif. He's pretty awesome. Yes. Anyway, but we're willing to kind of, uh, you know, peruse some competitive because, you know, we want to make sure that we're supporting the whatever. But you don't seem very interested in What our... are you looking for? I can help you. I don't know. What kind of armors are there? <laughs> um. And that's when Dorn comes in a little bit drunk. Not a lot. Just a little tipsy. It's been eight minutes. What a friendly, <laughs> friendly z- 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 orc. Um. Oh, so you're looking for armor, eh, Mari? What were you going to say that starts with Zed? <laughs> Zork. <laughs> His name was Zork the Ork. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. We want to get us some nice iron armor, something really strong, right, Dor- Doran? Something that, you know, would stop that, you know, just punch right through the... Well, I think something iron might be a bit heavy for her. Steel, maybe steel. Yeah, steel. Some lightweight plate. steel. Yeah. Maybe yeah, try mithril, this on, if you've got uh, some mithril. Uh, uh, and I try squeezing it on. I can't wear metal. Oh, right. Can't or won't? You told us that already, didn't you? Both? Is it like a personal choice? It's all vegan. Or is it, you know, you're allergic to it or something? She's born that way. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the making of this armor. No, no, I know that. I know that there is that it's not a, that it's not a, it's not an Look, ethics locally thing. locally sourced, organic. But, you know, she she pulls at her character sheet. Um, <laughs> she pulls well, it see, right her here in the book. It says, "Yes, yes, yes." She told us. But but why can't you wear metal armor? Well, uh, when when I when I joined when I joined my druid circle when I joined my circle and I started doing that, you take a you take an oath to only uh, to. I'm trying to think of how to word this. Uh, uh, do you mean like a square? Um, you ever. You know how, like, if you... Um, is it about your god? Because if it is, we don't care. We won't tell anybody. Well, look, I mean, I'm not going to argue you took an oath. Well, I... Part of the oath was that you were... The things such as metals like that, that, that doesn't... It doesn't... You can't wear it as armor. The only weird sort of restriction is that only items from... If it was ever anything like that, it would have to come from the sky. Mm. As part of, as part of oh. the order. But these are okay. things from the ground, which I, I, 
made my oath and I'm really trying to stick by it. So like, you know, hey. uh, you know, I can I can break little things like a like a necklace is fine or a ring is fine. Sir, do you but... have any media metal? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um like you've been talking this whole time to Red about your awkward choice and the dude's been like rolling this little uh wardrobe cart out mm-hmm. from the back. He's like well, so there's, um, I've got a couple of options actually for you. <gasps> you have meteor. No. No, the M is for medium. <laughs> medium <size. laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm a medium. Uh, if you're looking for like a breastplate, I have this. And he holds up. I think this is some kind of like monster chitin. Oh. It's like thick brown orange. And it's like pitted and bumpy, but it's been skillfully cut into these plates mm. uh, to form a breastplate. And on the sides, it's kind of woven, almost like a corset with mm. this thick cord. Nice. Doran's like kind of feeling it and like measuring the 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 quality with his fingertips, you know. And he's mm-hmm. feeling like, yeah, yeah, you can tighten this. Oh, yeah. And he's sort of like picking up and inspecting it sideways and like. Kind of looks like a lobster. Yeah, that's right. It uh, sort of reminds me of those crab creatures we fought in the tunnels. Hey, that'd be sort of fitting. Mari, <laughs> speaking of fitting, why don't, you, why don't you go into that uh, back room there and try this on? Try it, try it. You know, uh, well, you can even put it on over top of what you're wearing there. Let's just see how see if, it, see if it's comfortable. I don't know that you need privacy to don armor, do you? No, not really. <laughs> it's, uh, it's... He doesn't know how... She works yet. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's As Doran like, oh. looks up and down at her again. <laughs> Not in the weird boobs, yeah. but in a weird way. This time. <laughs> now he's like, what's he's like, what's under there? What's going on? Maybe we'll, Eight minutes in of drinking. <laughs> maybe we'll take a maybe we'll take a couple of hits at uh, your uh, your chest here and see see how protected this armor is. Wham! You know? All right. Well, before uh, Dorn starts attacking, I'm gonna go check on Jack. I'll I'll, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Uh, sure. Hey, on. Red. Uh, while you're out there, keep an eye out for a tattoo shop, eh? Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll get you a booking. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of <laughs> becoming a little bit more. Uh, you've, you're kind of talking me into it now. I like the idea. Yeah, that's the door, and I like. Mari, how does it look? How does it fit? Do you like it? Yeah, she she sort of puts this on. It's very rough. It's just like something that she's not used to. Generally, she's used to things being like pretty well tailored, and she's a leather worker. She has experience mm. doing that, so she understands and knows that the craftsmanship is good. And that it's it's well made, but it feels odd in the way that like when you're when you you know when you when you try on like a fancy outfit for the first time, and it feels almost like constricting in a weird way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you said it was you said it was um, it's all natural materials. It is. Yes. Uh, this is like, made from some monster hide, like crab, mm-hmm. like a monster crab type thing. That's kind of what I'm picturing. Yeah. How much is this? Let me just see. There's like a little price tag on the side. He just pulls it off from like out from underneath your armpit, and he looks at. It. He's like, "Um, it's uh, it's marked down from eight hundred uh seven seven twenty seven hundred twenty <laughs> she, for uh, this." Yeah, she makes a she makes a look like uh, your eyes are watering because she does not have that much gold at all. Um, well, what do you? Uh, look, what, and what? he's like, um, I've also got this uh. This plate mail, um, I mean, it's not mail because it's made of iron wood, so iron wood too, but it looks 
Um, like it'd be pretty heavy on you. You need a strength of 15 to wear this. Armor. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, she is not built to be strong. She's built to be in the distance. Doran's going to try, try and do a little bit of a, of a negotiation tact here. I'm going to do the, the buyer of a use vehicle tactic. I'm, good, 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 good. Kick Mary in the tires. You know what, Mari? Don't worry about it. You know, we really don't need, you don't need this kind of armor. Uh, we'll, we'll get you something in, an, in another town, something that's a little bit more, uh, you know, within our price range. I mean, 720 for this. I mean, look, and he starts knocking on it and he's so like, lumpy. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, the craftsmanship is okay, but I mean, you should see some of the stuff. And we, I mean, we could get it out in um, Rassilantar for well, half the price. Well, just, ho- just hold on there, sir. L- let me talk to the owner. And he walks to the side of the counter and pulls down this little cord, and there's like a little horn attached to it. And he starts whispering into the horn. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> what like, do you think about giving? <laughs> <laughs> He hears a little voice coming from the other side and he puts the cord back up on this hook on the wall. There's a tiny gnome that's in there and it's relaying. It hears and it just yells back. And it's like, he yeah. said he's coming down. Great Flintstones. <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We we can do as low as uh, 650. 650. That's, that's the lowest we can go. Yeah, that's okay. No, you know, we're not really looking to spend that sort of money on on a piece of quality like this. I mean, I'm a blacksmith. Uh, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the next town. We'll we'll put something together for it. It's, it's really not a problem. Don't don't worry about it. Don't waste your time. Good luck blacksmithing for someone who can't wear metal. Oh, I know my way around this stuff. Don't worry. I've got a we've got a skeleton of a crab out there just waiting for uh, my hands <laughs> to get on it. So. Thanks, thanks very much for your time, and uh, you know I hope uh, I hope you're able to sell that piece to someone that doesn't want to wear, you know, because there's lots of people that don't want to wear metal these days, right? <laughs> Red, you're walking down the street when out from a <gasps> random door. They had it. Can you ah! believe it? They. Oh my God, Jack! That's not how you say hi to someone. Oh, sorry. Uh, I would give me a excited. heart attack with that uh, mask. No. Oh. oh, you're not wearing a mask. Your skin's still so loose from those worms. It's not good. I know. Uh, oh, no. no, but they they had a, a l- look at this. It's it's the board and the cards and everything. It's, it's kings and horses. Have you ever played this game? Uh, I don't think so. Does it have kings and horses in it? I mean, it's metaphorical a little bit. It's ah, uh, then no, I haven't. I don't. It, it's I, I just had a really good memory uh, uh, playing it. You know, it, it's perfect for two to four players. I figured you know around the campsite. Rather than sometimes it might just be fun to do well, it. That's two players. That's us. That's you and me. That's two. They're, they're looking at it. Come over here by this fountain. Let's take a look. And Red goes and sits by like a, a big fountain and like pats the stone to lay it between us. Let's take a look. <laughs> Jack looks for. Um, I think he t- takes off his jacket and like towels off the stone a little bit to get the slush <laughs> and stuff off of it. And, you know. Tries to find gingerly sets the thing. Maybe we won't set up the whole thing. It's I mean it's not that it's not that much big a deal to set up. There's just a little board. There's some now cards. Now just take a looky and I'll yeah, see the cards and get yeah, my fingers on them. It, and like Red's hands, like his paws, just kind of like wiggle in the air, and you can like see how like dark they are from the dirt and grime <laughs> from it, you know. And you just like have this moment of fear it's, as he like, I just want to kind of leaf through the cards a little bit, you know, like a Ren and Stimpy version of a close up where you can see the germs. Yeah. Blech. Yeah, you know it, it's uh, and Jack hands him over. It's not about keeping him pristine. It's it's a game for taking on adventures. It's gonna get dirty. That's the whole point for it. 
But Christine, I, I I would never dream of dirtying these cards. Are you kidding? And Red starts licking his paws. Oh. <laughs> but it, it's just you know you you play rounds of cards, you <clears throat> take tricks, you get to do move the pieces on the board. It's just I you know. Wow, these are cool. Are these little pieces metal? It's like a little horse here. You could paint him if you like. That's a whole different part of the hobby. I don't <laughs> get into that one really. Borg right. hammer. <laughs> That's good. So what do you do? Is there like a do you, is there a Jenga? No, no. We'll play it some other time. I just you know the I I was looking for something we could do around you know camp while we're out there in the in the tent that wasn't just sitting around and getting drunk with Doran all the time. I figured maybe you know we could look inward a little bit. I, I just was... No, I like it. Look, and there's four pieces. This one would be for you, and this one would be for me, and this one for Doran, and this one for Mari. Look, they even represent us in a way. Red holds up his, which is like a feather. Well, they, you're right. That one is red. Then, see, you get the whole red army, and you get that piece, and then he pulls out all the other, like, red pieces that are up in the box. I like them. I really like them. The main pieces are a little cheap-looking, but I... It, uh, it's entirely symbolic. That's That's not the... You know, that's that's aesthetics, but it, you don't need it to look perfect to play the game. No, that's really not no, the point. Who cares about that I, stuff? I just like to imagine that, like, as Red's going through the cards that he, like, every time he, like, goes to do and he, like, licks a finger and then, like, lifts, yeah. like, sort of, like, lifts the card, but his hands yeah. are dirty, so it leaves, like, a big muddy oh, yeah. fingerprint on it. It's Red's <laughs> way of thinking he's being clean. Yeah. Because like, he doesn't want, he's, like, self-conscious that Jack <laughs> would think he's dirty, and he's making it so much dirty. It's like a child would do. He's like, know? I'm he's like, fancy as well. I took my well. shoes off, but he walked in and out with his socks on. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> but you're full of jam. <laughs> exactly. Where did you get the jam? <laughs> well, I really like it. I think it's beautiful, Jack. Uh, I think what a great idea. I just thought it would be fun. It, um, yeah, trying to trying to think about how when we take off this this time, how it might be a little bit, you know, I don't know, different. I don't, it might feel different. What do you mean? Well, I mean it's our first big foray, and I I'm. You know, even even in some of the places where you you think you might be the safest, hell, coming home to visit somebody, you could you could be dead and alone one night, and uh, surrounded by friends who uh, don't really like the stuff you like the next night. So I figured we could maybe find something we all could get into. Yeah, I uh, I guess you had kind of a brush back there in the sewers, eh? We never really talked about it. Wait, that's right. I guess you guys went and had a great bath uh, and left me. Ah, oh, Jack, look, I'm sorry. That wasn't really intentional. Honestly, I, I just wanted Mari to feel safe. I, I recognize that it probably felt a little crass that I was, you know, making light of, of what you were doing. But I don't know. I was kind of scared that Mari would get cold feet and, and, and see what happened to you. And, and you know, we need her. I'm sorry. I, I was too focused on, you know, making sure that, that she felt safe, that I, I wasn't concerned about you. And Red puts a hand on your shoulder. And I should have been. I, I never would have let anything happen to you. I hope you know that. I always, always have your back. Well, that's great. I, I don't really want to get into it right now. You know, I, I just wanted to find something we could all like. I think that was the... And, and I'm glad Mari's, you know, trying on armor over there. Hopefully Doran's not scaring her off. Uh, well, if he is, then uh, she won't last long anyway. And ain't that the truth, right? I am sorry. Uh, you don't have to talk about it, but I, I need you to know that I'm sorry. Well, thank you. I, just, I think sometimes it's 
sometimes you just gotta you just gotta flatter them you can't just threaten them sometimes you just gotta tell them like oh it's look at how beautiful this is even well, if you don't you know it, i it i, I don't really have a leg to stand on here i can't argue with you obviously whatever you said worked Oh, hey, you two! Wow, that—that's oh, quite a striking. What get kind that? of creature is that? And Jack's up trying to figure out what kind of scorpion monster beast was turned into. Classic. <laughs> Doran, did you talk him down with your wit and your charm and your knowledge of blacksmithing? Well, of course. No, how much lower you know, I—I uh, admittedly, I'd like—I'd like to say that I did. Well, hey, and he looks at Mari. I think it's a team effort. I mean. I got him down the first couple hundred. You got him down the second couple hundred. You I mean, did hell. better together. You loosened the jar and then passed it over. That's right. That <laughs> <laughs> still counts. But nice, I think nice. I think it's I think it's very very dashing. And you know what? It's not metal. And I don't know about you, but you you, you know you can really uh, kind of make this your own. Yeah, yeah. And she she taps against the 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 armor with it with like her staff just a little bit and just sort of gets used to this weird feeling of something that's like hard clunky mm. a little yeah it's a little like she feels she's smoothed it out a bit just just so it's a little bit less like protruding and she's still got her coat over it so mm. she's yeah, just I know got it's weird but look at this and red breaks off another icicle from the fountain and stabs you just like he did Doran an hour ago and it just crumples see now you're protected <laughs> it's a total scam it just like goes right through it <laughs> <laughs> she dies right Damn. there <laughs> I like to think that like it used to have you know fake pecs and abs oh, on no. it you know but like you you're yeah, like yeah no, like gladiator stuff, stuff. Like, yeah like the Batman nipples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. had it Joel had Schumacher. giant nipples. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just flatten them out. <laughs> Get them out of well, here. Well, it looks like you're ready to adventure, and uh, and I'm glad you are. Yeah. And, uh, That's going to give you a little bit more peace of mind, you know. Speaking of adventure, Jack says as he's packing up the game pieces and shoving it in his bag. I was thinking, because we're, we're in town for another day or, or so, and uh, I, I can't get that cabin Zathundric guy off my mind. The fact he looked like Remy, the fact that, you know, that whole thing happened last night when I was, I was, uh, I'd just been thinking about it a whole lot, and I figured if ever there was going to be a chance we could find a party full of stuffy nobles to crash and figure out what this guy's deal was, you know, it's never really been my crowd, but I could probably at least get us in the door, and then we could see if we could find something out. Maybe maybe that'd be fun to do while we're here. Well, hey, yeah. sure. I'd like to play a little espionage, sneak in there, try to scout this bad guy out. I mean, I, Mari's an expert. I, you and her crashed a party to start. That's how you met, right? Yeah. That's right. That's Mari true. had a party crash. It's I would totally love to do another party. I want a tuxedo. I, I, my fingers are crossed that they've got some bland stew. I'm telling you. Like, uh, you guys got to try it. It's very flavorless. Well, when we get to the Great Peaks, I can't wait for all that good dwarven cooking. There probably won't be any left by the time we get there, but... Uh, Boy, so be the... sad, you're going to miss it. Boy, is it mediocre. <laughs> you, you don't think there'll be leftovers? It sounds like something where there'd be leftovers. I can't somewhat wait to try it, probably. <laughs> There's only lots of leftovers, it's true. <laughs> oh, but before we leave, we got to get you that tattoo so you can disguise yourself. We want to make sure that you uh, yeah. don't get tracked down again. And I tracked down a shop. It's just past the game shop. Look, Doran and I will go do that. We're going to get him a magic tattoo uh, so that he can cast disguise self at least once a day. If anyone wants some fresh air. And then I think that's a good idea. We should crash a party and, and, uh, and uh, maybe find a little bit more on the plan that you were talking about. Hells yeah. <laughs> well, maybe uh, Mari and I can go see if we can figure out which party to crash. Sounds good. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. They don't get along. The two of them don't enjoy each other's company. It's okay. They'll figure it out. I trust them. <laughs> let's go, Red. All right, let's go, Doran. <laughs> Red and Doran, you make your way to a tattoo parlor called the Inkwell. Mm. It's a lovely place with peach and mint walls, soft lighting. And they sell books here. Jack would love this place. Um, so I, I would like to get um, a magic tattoo. Um, something that... Uh, this one. It's called the Masquerade Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt, does it? Um, you've had a tattoo before. Remember? You have this one in red points of your other tattoo on your arm. No, right. Yeah, yeah. That did hurt. Okay. Well... I mean, you weren't... You were very drunk, so... Yeah, and I've I've only had one uh, nice pint of amber with that, uh, with that orc. Yeah, that's barely enough to even wake you. Yeah, no, I but don't. The beauty of this thing is it can change because it's a magic tattoo, so you can get anything you want. So I just drew up something uh, for them to put on you, and then you, with you know an action, can can change it. So don't worry about what I had drawn up. Yeah, what did you have drawn up? I don't worry about it. You relax. Go, go, start. There's a, a pretty half-elf woman covered head to toe in tattoos. She's just sitting behind her tattoo chair, like shaking her head at you. Well, can you? She's like, all right, here. Can you take? Uh, you take can do it seat. now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You, you, just, just do a quick door. Don't look. Just look at me. Just don't you look at the. Got a few tattoos yourself. Want it to eh? be a surprise. <laughs> all right, go for it. Where? Uh, where do you want it? Um, oh, you can move it anywhere how about too. Right here on my hand. She has this quill. Ow! I haven't started yet. I haven't even touched you yet. I've just rolled back your sleeve. (laughs) Oh yeah. Did I catch a hair in your in your? Well, no. I just I get. Um, sorry. Go on. I'll stop. Anticipatory, sir. Sir, you're shaking. I'm not shaking. It's a stutter. I don't. You're sweating so much. Stop. Just do it. It's like a platinum-colored quill, um, like a feather pen, essentially. Um, that she places nib side down against your skin and slowly, slowly it begins to dissolve into your flesh. Now the whole metal artifact just pours itself in and underneath your skin and it turns into an image of script. Doran, you recognize Red's handwriting. It says Red, Jack, and Mari. So you don't forget, you big dummy. Oh, that this is really, really sweet. Very nice thinking. And then he looks at his hand. Red. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Ace, Adrian, Estoc, Alexander Reed, Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Daniel, Divine Omen, Doug, Gray, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Leader J, Lorelei Feldman, Lost with Two Faces, Mari Kaniski, Matilda Rushing, Matt Wordberry, Merlin, Michelle Kahn, Mitchell Cadwell, Nat, Reagan, Ruku, Chelsea, Sarah, Shadowhaven, Sky, Terra, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much! Oh. Darren! The only 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.